Hello and welcome to Breeze Blocks. Breeze Blocks are a short podcast where editors, fail architecture friends and guests discuss urgent matters in architecture and spatial politics. My name is Maria Mazzanti. I am an editor in Fail Architecture Bogotá and Fail Architecture Amsterdam. And today I am with Fail Architecture editors Maria Victoria Londoño, Becerra and Juana Salcedo. Hola, chicas. Thank you for joining me today. Hola, Maria. How are you? Hola, Maria. I'm good. Thank you, Maria Victoria. I'm feeling quite good about this breeze block today because today we're going to present a new series of breeze blocks that we'll be developing in the coming months. We haven't done this before in failed architecture, so I think it's good to explain that. What we will do here is try to delve into one topic in specific uh, with different guests and other editors and also authors. And uh, we will be developing a series of short podcasts in English and Spanish and Spanglish as well, where we'll be hosting a series of discussions about discomfort and space. The ideas that we will discuss together and with a series of authors guests, how the feelings of discomfort and comfort translate into spatial dynamics, as well as how they reveal the boundaries of power dynamics in society. In that sense, I think that, yeah, I think we're just planning to use discomfort as a productive place to rethink contemporary spatial practices, Just to start with that, I think I will just open the table for a broader conversation with Maria Victoria and Juana. So maybe let us like try to to see where this idea came from, right? It appeared actually a bit informed and um, inspired by the work of Sarah Ahmed, isn't it? Would you guys agree with that or...? Or am I being unfair with, okay, so yeah, just how Ahmed defines discomfort uh, as this uh, experience that takes place for certain bodies, right? Uh, When they do not fit or they do not feel like they can sink in space. So comfort for Ahmed and discomfort for Ahmed are all special Um, bodily experience. So her philosophy is never this abstract, transcendental understanding of of a concept that is always very concrete. So we're talking about how bodies feel in space. Are you feeling comfy or not? And what are the dynamics that take place when those bodies fit or do not fit in space? Uh, What is interesting, for instance, is that for Ahmed, um, just going back to the interests that you both guys mentioned, is that Comfort and discomfort are always relational uh, experiences. So they they do happen always in relation to someone else or to a group of people. It is not only that you feel or do not feel comfortable or uncomfortable individually and isolated from society, but rather that your comfort, for instance, uh, might or could signify actually that someone else is feeling uncomfortable for you to feel comfortable in space. And I think that in a lot of the, the, the discussions that we've had in, in failed architecture or in a few of the articles that have been published, this conversation appears, right? Yes, I, I was thinking about how usually we take comfort or this feeling of comfort or uncomfort for granted. And Ahmed's perspective provides like a, a strong entry point. She gives us a, a very strong point to, to inquire on how comfort and uncomfort are produced rather than just given. And I think we have uh, that this issue has come up in, in, in various articles uh, in the past years in failed architecture. Uh, the most recent one is Sasha Plotnikova's uh, piece on tiny houses. And 
And it is very interesting how the comfort of public spaces, of having a smooth space in which there are no tensions or no visible tensions, are part of this idea of confining uh, the homeless in, in areas where they are not seen. Even in, there is one section in the uh, in the piece that she shows that there are uh, a series of circles or, or radios in which uh, there are invisible circles are in Los Angeles where people where homeless people cannot loiter, and uh, I think that's a, a good example of how comfort is produced at the expense of others uh, not being able to use that space. For example, a homeless person who wanted to just rest or in one space is unable to do so. I think another good example for, um, for other content that we have published in the past months that touches upon the idea of discomfort is some of the work that we did for the protests in Colombia last year. We published a, an article in Spanish, El Paseo de los Héroes, but also we did a series of situations and other things that touch upon the idea of discomfort and comfort on public space in Bogota with certain bodies that in a way were considered undesirable. And maybe also to, again, connecting to Bogota, the article that you wrote together about uh, uh, delivery workers in public space and how it shows a certain ideology in the, of the public space in Bogota with these bodies that were like considered, well, they were not considered essential workers, but they were essential workers during the pandemic. So um, I think that going back to these articles that we have been publishing in Field Architecture kind of also shows how we've been cooking this idea of comfort and discomfort in space and how we find it as a productive place to start a discussion for future references as well on the production of spatial practices and the production of space. I think uh, definitely the idea of public space, like private space, is something that is there quite marked, but it's something that we will probably slowly deconstruct in the while we work around these uh, podcasts. But maybe to open to other topics. I don't know if you would like to add other possible things that we are going to discuss during this series of breeze blocks. Just to briefly add something, and is that it is interesting, I think, to to try to understand, and I think that's part of what we're going to do, is try to understand not only what the experience of comfort and discomfort is about, but who are those experiencing those experiences, so to say. <laughs> So what type of body is feeling uncomfortable in society? And for what reasons, right? The, the important part is try to think what are the concrete bodies that are going through the experience of comfort and discomfort. And I think that this brings us precisely to more, maybe more concrete or other type of experiences that we want to discuss, right? I think that of the discussions we'd had until now, I could like kind of... Uh... Point out two directions, there are probably more, but I'm going to put them like the two that I see more clear that we will for sure discuss in the coming months through these breeze blocks and this podcast that we'll be recording in the coming months. So one is, of course, con connected to what you just said, Maria Victoria, and is the idea of these bodies that are like, uh, that feel discomfort or what are the feelings of discomfort and how that kind of traces certain boundaries and power hierarchies in different spaces, right? And dynamics of power, yeah. Exactly. And uh, on the other hand, I think that also something we discuss constantly is how the production of comfort in modernity, especially in modern architecture. Now, I think we're going to, I mean, one, one is completely related to the body, but the other one, even though it's connected to the body, is completely related as well to, to the actual production of architecture, no? like the actual production of infrastructure and architecture in the modern project in general. 
and is how like how suddenly the rendering of sort of the, the idea of the city and nature and like in a way the production of domestic spaces as this kind of comfortable safe and familiar spaces also reflected on all the well basically reflected in the environmental collapse that we are living right now and that this comes also attached to also social injustices and other types of inequalities. But I think those are some of the things that we have been discussing on these ideas of comfort and discomfort, all connected to this, these dualisms between the visible and the visible, the clean and the dirty, that something that is extremely modern in terms of, as a, the modern project comes from those like dialectic of oppositions. And I think it's super related as well to some of the things that we will discuss when it connects to the discomfort of certain bodies in space. Also, I guess, as an effort precisely to dissolve that type of binarism, to, to question what is the difference between public and private through the, concept of, through the concept or through the experience of discomfort. What is it that is a good behavior and a bad behavior in public space? And for who, right? Who, who, who can see it as a bad behavior? Why loitering is a bad behavior in space and in which country and in which context and how does it appear? I think the question of loitering is very interesting in terms of discomfort, but well, we'll come back to that. This idea of comfort, discomfort, what we find is that it's a very productive way of thinking about how space is shaped and how and about the politics of space. But also how the concept of comfort in any of the different threads of discussions that we that, that I think we will have, what I think it's in, what I believe it's interesting to notice is how the concept of discomfort becomes a normative concept or something that should be pursued, right? We need to reach some sort of comfort, I, either as an ideal for modernity or as an ideal for in, in terms of Ahmed, the heteronormative society, heteronormative society, how it becomes a sort of norm, a horizon uh, in which we need to, to, to fit all of our behaviors, all of our interactions so that we can, you know, more or less navigate this fucked up world. We need to fit into the comfort, into the con this concept of, or this norm of comfort. But then what is interesting is, is it possible to think in, a in something as a politics of discomfort? I don't know. I just wanted to open the question. Is it something that we could claim or that we can pursue? Can we do something like seek for discomfort? Doesn't that put us already in a situation of comfort to say like, oh, you know what? I'm going to put myself in a position of discomfort. That already puts you in a situation of comfort somehow. Uh, discomfort then is not something that you can actually seek or do on purpose, but it's something that is given to you or put onto you uh, in society, right? Like, um, while inhabiting precisely the margins of comfort, while not fitting in those dynamics of comfort. No, yeah, I, I think in that sense, it's, it's as important to inquire on comfort and how comfort is produced as much as inquiring about how discomfort works and how we can feel discomfort and how this discomfort might not be as, as uncomfortable as some uh, bodies are put on in a much more frequent way. The question on how, so it's a double question, how is it that we produce or that we seek to produce or that we aim to produce comfort? And then what are the experiences of discomfort that come out 
from that demand of comfort, from that exactly. And why norm, you strive from for that comfort. norm? What what's so uncomfortable about being uncomfortable mm. <laughs> that that may moves us to to achieve uh, comfort? Well, Juana, Maria Victoria, I think this was interesting and a productive way of envision what will happen in the coming months with this new series of bridge clubs that we are planning. I also think it was uh, a proof that we need to hablar más español uh, in the future. And thank you to all our listeners. Please pay attention to the following breeze blogs on the topics of comfort and discomfort that we'll be developing with Maria Victoria and Juana. Remember to follow us on social media and subscribe to our newsletter so you are aware of what we are doing, new articles, new content. <laughs>